Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of That's What She Said. Just a warning, the neighbor's lawnmower is lurking, so if you hear that, I'm just going to keep going. Like, I don't even give a shit because I can't even handle it right now. I need to tell you about today's episode, which is the Find Your Voice series, one of three. Uh, Today is how to not give a fuck. I was going to talk about other things, but then no, first you need to know how to not give a fuck, and then all the other things matter. So, if you know me well, and not many people do know me this well, you've seen my tramp stamp, which is the name for a tattoo uh, right on the lower back above the jean line, if you're wearing jeans. Um, I have a Calvin and Hobbes tattoo, and that's because Calvin and Hobbes is, of course, the greatest cartoon of all time, but I love what Calvin and Hobbes did for... Uh, for childhood and for just generally not giving a fuck. Like, Calvin does not give a fuck, and I love that about him, that he just makes his little imagination do whatever he wants, and Hobbes comes along for the ride, and they have a great time together. And so they are my symbol of how to not give a fuck, and I am so glad that at age 20, I knew enough to pick a wise tramp stamp and not like a tribal tattoo. So there you go. So if you are not familiar with the rules of Calvin Ball from Calvin and Hobbes, basically... Calvin and Hobbes run outside, and then Calvin says something like, let's play Calvin ball! And Hobbes says something like, all the bases don't matter! And then Calvin's like, that's great, but I'm on third base, and this base matters! Something to the effect of the rules are just completely made up as you go along, and there is absolutely no way to strategize this game of Calvin ball. You just have to play, and uh, you can't really give a fuck and get hung up on like, well, that was a rule 10 rules ago because the rules are always changing. So Calvin Ball is an exercise in not giving a fuck. Oddly enough, you will quickly figure out that this is a metaphor for life and not giving a fuck, but that's okay. So the first rule of Calvin Ball really is that you can't strategize, that you have to play because by entering the game, the rules change. The minute you enter a game of Calvin Ball that two people are playing, there are three people, you will be given a title or a position, there will be a rule change, and so there's no way to try winning in your head beforehand. You just have to dive in. That's, that's of course, the first way to not give a fuck is to dive in. Next, you need to kind of really be aware of some things that Calvin and Hobbes don't have to be aware of because they are cartoon characters, and that is that sleep and hydration are really important. I know that you know that sleep and hydration are really important, but really, really, no, like in your, they have to be prioritized, okay? Because Calvin and Hobbes, they get plenty of sleep and they are forced to hydrate by their parents. You do not have this luxury. 
So you need to sleep eight hours a night and you need to hydrate way more than you think you should until you have to pee like, at like 82 times a day. Then we're good, okay? But then the thing that Calvin and Hobbes do completely naturally is to not give a shit or fuck whatever we're talking about here. Here's how we do that. Imagine that you have in your hand a pack of gum. It has five sticks in it. And uh, you do that thing where you're at a meeting and or you're in a large group of people. You pull out the gum and then everybody's like, oh, can I have a piece? Oh, 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 can I have a piece? 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 And suddenly you realize that you do not have enough gum to give to all the people that would like it. And you have to make some really tough choices really quickly. Imagine that the gum is the, is the your fucks allowance for the day, right? So you were only given a certain amount of fucks and then you can't give anymore. And if everything takes your fucks, you are a sad, sad soul. So if someone comes up to you and says, hey, do you want to go to the, my son's baseball game later? And you say yes. And then, hey, can you go grocery shopping for me? Yes. And hey, can you take care of my sick mom? Yes. Hey, can you get plane tickets today? Sure. So that every, if you just say yes to everything, if you give fucks about everything, you will be out of fucks by 9 a.m. every day, and then the rest of the day is miserable. So part of the game of not giving a fuck is realizing you only get a certain amount of fucks, okay? Maybe it's five, maybe it's 12, maybe it's 27 if you're particularly energetic, but you still only get a certain amount of fucks. No matter what, you are human, you do not get infinite fucks, okay? Unless you were Channing Tatum. I think he probably gets infinite fucks, but everyone else does not, right? So you have to guard your fucks. You have to not waste them on things that simply don't matter. Here are some good ways to not give fucks. First, checking your email first thing in the morning will always take fucks. Facebook always takes your fucks. It never gives your fucks. At a physiological level, you will not get off of Facebook until it has taken your fucks. Because as long as it's good, it's like, uh, this is me tapping, like, we need another hit, we need another hit, we need another hit. Your brain will keep going and keep giving you hits until it doesn't feel good anymore because something has happened or something's like, oh, this feels terrible. It will always take your fucks because that's Facebook. So watch yourself for where do you give fucks that you shouldn't? Where is it just like, oh, all my fucks just went away and it didn't even go to any place interesting, okay? So on Facebook, if somebody says, oh my gosh, my mom died, you, you feel all the feels of, oh my God, I knew her when I was 12, I loved her so much, she was so fantastic, but you don't actually, the person receiving those feels doesn't get to see it, doesn't get to know that you're experiencing sympathy and empathy for their loss. They don't get to know that you are there for them. They don't get to see your face. They don't get to hug you. But you have given all of your fucks to the screen when you saw it on Facebook. That's the other reason that Facebook always takes shits, that it's not human interaction, but it is a stand-in when it comes to taking fucks. It'll still take your fucks, okay? So once you have those basics, right, you've, you've realized that, okay, my fucks have to be guarded, and also I'm going to sleep and hydrate because that's what I'm going to do. And then I'm going to play the game of life, which is also the game of Calvin Ball, where the rules are constantly changing. Then it's time to bring in my favorite Seth Godin quote of all time, which is, art isn't a result, it's a journey. The challenge of our time is to find a journey worthy of your heart and your soul. There's an abundance of things to buy and people to hire. What's scarce is trust, 
connection, and surprise. These are the three elements in the work of a successful artist. And I would argue that the, the key to finding your voice in the cacophony that is modern day life is trust, connection, and surprise. So that's what we're gonna talk about when we talk about not giving fucks. So trust, connection, surprise. To create trust with others, you've got to trust yourself. The more deeply you can do that, the more deeply others can trust you. Until you trust you, your clients simply can't trust you. So if I'm going to CrossFit and uh, Amy wants me to do a routine, but she doesn't trust that she can do it, she most certainly can't get me to do it because I will inevitably feel that and be like, no, 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 no. You haven't gotten this worked out for yourself. I can't do this with you or for you. Even if I'm paying you, I can't do it. So when you think, oh, people aren't trusting me. Are you trusting them? And then, oh, I don't trust myself. Okay, well, then people can't trust you. The other part of this is eliminating the word try from your vocabulary. So assume that you're going to succeed instead of assuming doubt. So if you're trying to build a business, no, you're building a business. You're trying to write a book, no, you're writing a book. You're trying to lose 12 pounds, no, you're losing 12 pounds. That's a key element of trusting yourself that you are doing X, Y, or Z. You are a yogi. You're not a person that does yoga three times a week. You are a yogi. You're not a person who's thinking about or trying to write a book. You're an author. You're a writer. Really owning and claiming these things, eliminating try from your vocabulary, adds a shit ton of trust into your life. And then further, trust means asking for help. So there's tons that can be said about that, but really they can all be covered. Just read The Art of Asking by Amanda Palmer. It's a fantastic and quick book to read. It's truly lovely. Go pick it up. The end. Word nerds, go. Okay. So then when it comes to connection and this next element that we need in order to not give a fuck, connection is, sounds like it's, it involves drawing lots of people to you, but it actually first involves connecting more deeply with yourself and that's doing a lot of house cleaning. You have got to say bye to a lot of things that no longer serve you. So, for example, clutter of all kinds. So when your house is a shitstorm and you have to try and work in it, it's not going to make the connection with yourself and therefore with your audience that you could make if you were in a clean or serene environment. Further, at a, very, at a deeper level, when you connect deeply with yourself, you realize that there are these things that you don't want to be doing, so stop doing them. And that's about trusting yourself enough to stop doing them. And then decide what is deeply offensive to you and then refuse to tolerate it any longer. So connection, which seems to be so much about drawing people toward you, is actually first about getting rid of all the shit that you do not need. That is how you don't give a fuck. You get rid of all the stuff that's like, no, I won't tolerate that. I won't let treat people treat me this way. This is clutter. I don't need this anymore. This no longer serves me. This feels terrible. That feels awful. And then I'm free to connect with myself. By eliminating all sorts of clutter, you're creating clearer boundaries for yourself and therefore for others. People like knowing where they stand. And the more deeply you can connect with yourself, the more deeply you can connect with others. You can only reach 
the levels of connection that Seth is talking about by bidding farewell to aspects of your life that are no longer helping you, serving you, or connecting you with your business life, right? So if you're afraid to say something that is true for you, it's going to prevent you from connecting with people in some fashion. It's your job to find a way to say it. And it doesn't have to be offensive. Not giving a fuck doesn't mean just going around and slinging racist terms at everyone and being a terrible person. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the permission to be yourself. And that's what it means to not give a fuck. To be completely yourself. To be like, today I am wearing two bangles and my special bracelet that I got from Kenya and this dress that's like, it doesn't even match itself and I don't give a fuck. I am so happy in my rainbow hair with my shiny jeweled shoes. I don't give a fuck and I'm not offending anyone. It's not about that. It's about, I trust myself to dress myself. I'm connected deeply with how I want to feel today, which is like basically a color storm happened. And I'm not giving a fuck beyond like, hey, I'm not hurting anyone, so I'm gonna go do this. Again, art isn't a result, it's a journey. The challenge of our time is to find a journey worthy of your heart and your soul. There's an abundance of things to buy and people to hire. What's scarce is trust, connection, and surprise. These are three elements in the work of a successful artist. So when you're in your zone of not giving a fuck, when you are trusting yourself, when you are connecting deeply with yourself, drawing boundaries so that you can connect with others, the final piece of this is surprise, is to fly. It is to, you are dying for adventure and you are scared to death of failure and those things cannot exist together. To not give a fuck, you have to give up your fear of failure. Yeah, it might fucking fail and it might not. There is none of this, none of this flight in business without risk of some kind. So surprise yourself. Let yourself take flight. Let yourself book the trip that you really want. Let yourself say, hey, I can take a client there in this new thing that I don't feel qualified to do at all. Or hey, I need someone to read this book that I've been writing that doesn't feel ready yet, but I need someone to give me some feedback on it. Surprise yourself. Take flight. So Calvin Ball and not giving a fuck can be kind of summed up in this one story. So I do a lot of flying and uh, I'm often by myself. So there's this, I watch people. It's really interesting to me to watch people. So often when people are getting on a plane, they have so much stuff and they're trying to push the limit of how much they can fit into the overhead bin. Like there's the rolly bag and then there's the purse and then there's the bag from duty free. And then there's also like a backpack sort of thing. And they're like, this is only two bags, it's fine. And they kind of get grumpy with the stewardesses and it's terrible. But there's this guy, this old guy, he's traveling by himself. He has no bags whatsoever. He has no man purse. He has no like bag from a store. He has two bags of Doritos and he has his cane and he is getting onto the plane. That is just, it's the epitome of just not giving a fuck. Like he has his priorities straight. He's got two bags of Doritos. He's got a cane. And I mean the big bags, like the full pounders, okay? He is living in the moment and he's winning at Calvin Ball. He is not giving a fuck. He's very clear on who he is. He's very connected with his wants at the moment, which is absolutely, uh, it's two bags of Doritos and he's getting on a plane. As you get better at Calvin Ball and at not giving a fuck, 
the game becomes simply being present, being here, being attentive to what's around you and enjoying the process because there is no real ending point. And with Calvin Ball, the winner is completely arbitrary. The better part of winning is just having a good time. Like, no one is going to give you points for failing to have a good time. No one is going to give you, like, you know what, you were serious and you didn't, you didn't lose your shit that one time and you refused to have a beer because you're a strong person and blah, 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 blah. No. Not giving a fuck means that you're having a good time and that means that you're winning at life and at Calvin Ball. The better part of winning is just having a good time. And yes, part of finding your voice is having a good time. If it feels miserable, it's not part of your voice. Period. Failing is a sign that you need to make new rules or give fewer fucks. Make new rules whenever possible to ensure that the game is going to go your way. So if, if you haven't changed the rules in a while, it's possible that they need to be changed up. If the thing that you've been doing that's been working just suddenly stops working, cool, change it up. Failing is just a sign that you need to make new rules. Victimhood and whining mean you're losing. Asking why me means you're losing. Like, do you really want to know, really? Do you really want the, the powers that be to come down from the sky and tell you why you're losing? I don't think you do. I think that it's just a matter of realizing that shit happens and you need to direct some fucks toward where you're feeling like a victim or you need to direct some fucks toward where you're feeling whiny or you need to just get some sleep and hydrate, and then go back to not giving a fuck and ask yourself, why not? Or ask yourself, I wonder, and then finish that. I wonder what would happen if, or my favorite, ask yourself, what would be the most fun right now? Guys, I almost planned a trip to Hawaii and paid for it. And then I was like, no, 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 no. This is why I have an accountant who gives me shit about not having enough business expenses every year. And I will be holding a workshop in Hawaii because that way the, it's a business expense, right? What would be the most fun right now? Well, shit, it's to have a big giant sleepover in a house called Find Your Voice, that's the workshop. And we all get together and we talk about all of these things and we rewrite some web copy and we do amazing work together and we free your voice that's all stuck inside of you. We help you give fewer fucks. P.S. You're in Hawaii, right? That's what would be the most fun right now. And so that is what's coming next. If you want to be the first to know about it or you have inquiries and you're dying to know, you can send me at brandcamponline at gmail.com. Otherwise, stay tuned. You'll hear about it. So when you want to give less fucks, eliminate the word try from your vocabulary that connects you with trust. Say goodbye to the crap that keeps you from being fully you. Connection is often about setting boundaries first so that you can connect with the people that actually matter and that you actually care about. And then connect with surprise, meaning fly, answer the call for adventure, figure out what is the equivalent of your two Doritos in a cane. I don't think most people know that. My equivalent is a backpack with my moleskin notebooks, a shit ton of Sharpies, my laptop, a clean pair of underwear, um, my phone, and my glasses, because otherwise I can't see. Done. I'm out. I can go anywhere at that point. Ba-boom, right? When you've gotten to this, when you've gotten to deep down that you're trusting and you're connecting, you're engaged with surprise, including surprising yourself, you are practically incapable of giving a fuck. You are deeply in touch with your voice, which is just an expression of who you are in the world. You're too engaged with the present moment to care about who's pointing or who's laughing or who you imagine to be pointing or laughing and what he or she or they or the mean girls are going to think. When you are not giving fucks, you are fully engaged in your own life. 
Again, it's not about being offensive to other people. It's not about rubbing other people's faces in things. It's about trust, connection, and surprise. Art isn't a result, it's a journey. The challenge of our time is to find a journey worthy of your heart and your soul. There's an abundance of things to buy and people to hire. What's scarce is trust, connection, and surprise. These are three elements in the work of a successful artist. The Find Your Voice workshop is coming soon. Should you have any questions or comments or ideas for the podcast, I'm at brandcamponline at gmail.com. Yeah, my tech guy still hates my email address. Otherwise, stay tuned. There will be two more Find Your Voice episodes that will be every bit as entertaining as this one, though they will probably say the word fuck a whole lot less. And if you have any reason to talk to me about your fucks and how many fucks you're giving and how you would like help giving fewer fucks, please, again, just reach out. You know where I am. And I will see you all next week. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.